Welcome to Walking by Faith. Thank you for joining us today as Bishop-elect Glenn A. Brooks brings us the Word of God. First Samuel chapter 18 and this morning I'm going to read from the NIV version. Going to start reading at verse 1 in the NIV, and I'm going to read through verses 12 on this morning. First Samuel chapter 18. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. Say, walk with me, Lord. Say, walk with me. While I'm on my pilgrim journey, I need Jesus to walk with me. Said, hold my hand, Lord. Hold my hand. Hold my hand, Lord. Hold my hand. Said, I'm on my pilgrim journey. I need Jesus to walk with me. First Samuel chapter 18, starting at verse 1, I'm going to be reading from the NIV, and it says, After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David, and he loved him as himself. For that day, Saul kept David with him and did not let him return to his father's house. And Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David, along with his tunic and even his sword, his bow and his belt. Whatever Saul sent him to do, David did it so successfully that Saul gave him a high rank in the army. This pleased all the people and Saul's officers as well. When the men were returning home after David had killed the Philistine, the women came out from all the towns of Israel to meet King Saul with singing and dancing with joyful sounds and with tambourines and flutes. As they danced, they sang, Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands. Saul was very angry. This refrain galled him. They have credited David with tens of thousands 
he thought, but me with only thousands. What more can he get but the kingdom? And from that time on, Saul kept a jealous eye on David. The next day, an evil spirit from God came forcefully upon Saul. He was prophesying in his house while David was playing the harp as he usually did. Saul had a spear in his hand and he hurled, hurled it saying to himself, I'll pin David to the wall. But David eluded him twice. Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with David, but left Saul. You may be seated. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we just need you this morning. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity. God, we ask that you would make your presence known in this house. God, I come against everything that's not like you right now in the house, God, and I loose the spirit of liberty. Holy Spirit, have your way. God, use me that it might bring glory and honor unto you, that someone will be healed, delivered, and set free. God, we need you more and more. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray and we claim victory. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Verse 9, verse 9 is, 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 is really my key verse. And verse 9 says in the NIV, and from that time on, Saul kept a jealous eye on David. The King James Version in verse 9 says, and Saul eyed Davis from that day forward. I want to share from this morning the topic. I got a topic and I have a subtopic this morning. My topic is a jealous eye. And my subtopic is from victory to jealousy. A jealous eye from victory to jealousy. Most of us know the story of Saul and David. Most of us know that Saul was the king of Israel. And most of us know that David was just a little shepherd boy whom God had anointed to be king at a real young age. In my studying, I discovered that most scholars believe that Saul became king at the age of 30. But I wonder this morning if you really realize how Saul became king. And just in case you don't know, Saul was down in Gibeah, his hometown, and, and, and Nashon came, uh, the, the, the Ammonites came and told the Israelites. Now, now, now get this picture because remember God had told the, the Israelites that he was going to send them to a land flowing with milk and honey. And he told them that they would overcome the Ammonites, the Malachites, the Jebusites, the Parasites, the Canaanites. Uh -huh. 
And it was at this point that the Ammonites, the strong warriors, had told the Israelites, we want to make an agreement with you. You'll find this in chapter 11 and chapter 12 of 1 Samuel. And he said, we want to make an agreement with you, uh, but the agreement con contains some things. Uh, we're either going to attack you or you can be a part of us. I'm paraphrasing now. But the condition is that we pluck out your right eye. And the Israelites said, give me seven days. We're going to go do some praying. And the Israelites went back to Gibeah. But the Israelites were discouraged, y'all. Anybody in here ever been discouraged before? The Israelites were discouraged and they were hurt, Mama Jean, simply because these Ammonites whom God had promised them that they would overcome looked bigger than they were. They were a large group of folk. And, and, and now all they could see was that, Brother Charles, that these, these, these Ammonites had sent word. That in order for you to survive, in order for us to have an agreement, in order for us not to bother you, we got to pluck out your right eye. And so the children became despondent, the Israelites. But Saul was out in the field plowing with his ox. And when Saul came in that evening and he saw how dismayed the children of Israel were, how depressed they were, how despondent, they were crying and weeping. And Saul asked them, what's the problem? I want to ask the church this morning, What's the problem? Amen. What's the problem? And so when they told Saul what they had heard and what the Ammonites had said, Saul took his oxen that he had been plowing with, cut them up, distributed them and said, we're going to make a sacrifice to God. Uh-huh. How many of y'all know every now and then you've got to make a sacrifice to God? Mm -hmm. And when you make a sacrifice to God, that opens an avenue for you to have access to God. Amen. No sacrifice, no access. Mm -hmm. And so the Bible says that, 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 that the Spirit of God came upon Saul. Mm -hmm. It didn't say it got in him, but it said the spirit of God, Sister Max, came upon Saul. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, he spoke with Saul, and Saul told the Israelites, he said, I'm going to send word. He sent word back to the Ammonites. We're, we're in agreement with you. But how many of y'all know every word that's spoken ain't true? I'm going somewhere. It ain't going to take long this morning. It won't take long. And Saul gathered the Israelites together. And he said, by this time tomorrow, we're going to overpower the Ammonites. These are the folk that were scared. 
These were some folk that were despondent. These were some folk that were about ready to throw in the towel. Mm -hmm. Anybody ever been there beside me when you feel like you're about ready to throw in the towel? But God. Lord have mercy. That's the good news. But God. That's the good news. But God. Uh -huh. That's the good news. But God. Somebody say, but God. They were about ready to throw in the towel. Saul come up with a plan because the spirit of God came upon him. And Saul set an ambush. Saul set the Israelites in three different groups. And he attacked the Ammonites that night before daybreak. Lord have mercy. I'm going somewhere. And because he was victorious in destroying the Ammonites, the people decided that he ought to be king. Mm -hmm. It was not God's appointment. Uh, that, 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 that's my whole point. Uh, it was not God's, let me say that again, it was not God's appointment. Uh, uh, it was not God's appointment, uh, Sister Mac, because God had never anointed Saul to be king. I'm in the book. This afternoon, you want to follow along? Let me start at verse, start at chapter 12, 11 and go to keep on reading. You'll find out that he was not called or chosen by God. He was just chosen by the people because of what they had, ex what they had experienced and saw him do. All right, all right. Let me move on now, now that you've been ended up laid a foundation. Because most of us, or most people will tell you, that they've never been jealous about anything. But I believe that if you really do an assessment of your life, you will find somewhere in the pages of time, just like me, that a spirit of jealousy at some point has come over you. You ain't got to say amen and you ain't got to agree. But I want you to understand something, uh, that except the Lord build the house, Amen. they that labor, labor in vain. God did not build Saul's house because that was not God's appointment. Amen. That was not God's assignment. Uh, where he called Saul to that position. So let me say this right here. We got to be careful of where we let folk put us and God had not ordained us for it. I remember in school making a basketball team and uh, I remember hearing another classmate go to the coach and saying to him, Brother Vini, why did you pick him? I can play better than he can. How did he make the team when I'm better than he is? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He had a jealous spirit, Brother Vini. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I had made the team, <clears throat> and he hadn't, Brother Charles. He did go on the following years to make the team, and I didn't. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it really didn't bother me, Sister Max, but the only thing that, one of the main reasons why I wanted to be on the basketball team, Brother Vini, because it seemed like 
all the jocks got the girls. I'm going somewhere. It seems like the athletes were the ones that the girls were always chasing at. Uh-huh. And so, Brother Charles, I got a little jealous when, 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 when they were chasing everybody else, all the athletes, and I didn't make the team. Y'all ain't got to say amen. Maybe the name never happened to none of y'all. Uh-huh. But, 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 but I, I come to the conclusion that in our lives, we got to be careful that the spirit of jealousy does not creep into our lives. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let me give you some examples of, what, uh, of jealousy that I've seen in my lifetime. Someone having problems in their homes and things going well in someone else's. So because the one that's having problems sees that the one that's doing good is not having problems, then the one that's having problems going to start some rumors and some conversation just because they're jealous of someone else and they're doing well. That's something that I, 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 I've observed. I've seen those who manage money real well. And I've seen others working the same job who are always broke. Mm -hmm. And one will decide to visit the other's home and have what I call a loose conversation. Mm -hmm. Because they are jealous of the one who is doing well uh -huh, and they have the loose conversation uh, so that it stirs up strife in the one's home who is doing well because they're jealous. I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen and observed some go and buy something they know they can't afford just because they're jealous of somebody else. Uh, I'm, I'm talking pretty good this morning. Y'all ain't, ain't got to say nothing. Amen. Well, let me bring it into church. 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 Mm -hmm. I've watched jealousy destroy choirs. What do I mean by that? In the sense that I can sing better than they can. I should be leading that song. Why are they always the one to sing or do something? They never asked me to do that. I'm never asked to do anything. Well, when it comes to things like that, always remember as recorded in Ephesians 4 and 8, which says God gave gifts to men. <laughs> and when one operates in their gift, they become successful. As a matter of fact, the scripture says that your gift will make room for you. You ain't got to be jealous of anyone. You don't have to be discouraged. The same way God has gifted someone else and the same way God has anointed someone else and the same way God has blessed someone else. If you pray and seek the face of God, God will do the same thing for you. And you don't have to covet another man's gift. Because God will give to every man liberally. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Amen. Amen. That's what the Bible says. I said I wanted to talk about jealousy. What is jealousy? Well, jealous means feeling resentment against someone because 
of that person's rivalry, success, or advantages. Feeling jealousy, feeling or showing envy of someone of their achievements or advantages. So say jealousy and envy, some say, jealousy and envy are the same. But there's a slight difference, if I must say so. And that is envy is the emotion of coveting what someone else has. That, 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 that's envy. While jealousy is the emotion related to fear that something you have will be taken away by someone else. I'm going to say this and I'm going to deal with the text. I was talking to one of my goddaughters first part of this week and we hadn't talked in some time and love her dearly and, and she called and we were talking and I mean she's out of college and she's working but she wants to change her career. And I asked her Mama Jean what do you want to do? She says I'm not sure. She said, because there's so many things I ain't never done and I just can't do. And so this is what I told her, Brother Charles. You can do whatever your mind sets you to do. I, Sister Mac, I tried to encourage her to let her know with her skills and with the economy, the way they are, the, kind of, the way the economy is, you can transition from one field to the other and not have the know-how, but just have the desire to go. Lord have mercy. Uh-huh. You know, the old folk where I come from used to say, if you take one step, God will take two. And for years, I looked for that in the Bible, couldn't find it. But this is what I found, that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Lord have mercy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So by the time we got off the phone, Deacon Kelly, uh, yeah, her, her, her daddy's a preacher, her, her mama's a lay speaker, but every now and then somebody else has got to speak something in your life. Well, by the time we got off the phone, Mama Jean, she was encouraged. As a matter of fact, her daddy called me a couple of days later, and he was telling me how excited his daughter had become because I had spoke something in her life. And when you look at our text, uh -huh, watch this now, because I told her uh, she could because all things are possible to them that... Uh-huh, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. She's ready to transition, to, to move to a, a different position, but you got to take the Lord along with you everywhere you go. Uh-huh, and when you look at our text, we see Saul, watch this now, watch this, listen carefully, Sister Max. Uh, Brother Charles, we see Saul hearing uh, what is being sung uh, by the women as they came in from the battle against the Philistines. Saul slain a thousand and David his 10,000. When Saul heard that David was getting more credit than he was, the spirit of jealousy showed up. Mm -hmm. uh, you see, 
One thing I've discovered is that jealousy will rob you of your victory. It will rob you not only of your victory, it will rob you of your purpose, and it will rob you of your kingdom possessions. How can you say that, Pastor? The king, because of what the woman, women were saying, because of what he heard, became jealous of his servant. He's in charge of David. Lord have mercy. Uh-huh. But watch this. When you really read the text, you'll see that the text says the spirit of God was with David. But the spirit of God had left Saul. And any time the spirit of God leaves you, uh, the spirit of jealousy will show up. Uh, and if the spirit of jealousy shows up, uh, he's going to bring some other spirits along with him. Uh, Lord have mercy. And so the spirit of fear showed up uh, with, with the spirit of jealousy. Why you say that, Pastor? Because if you keep reading in the text, uh, in the King James Version, it said, Saul feared David. Mama Gina kept pondering that thing in my mind. Uh -huh. So verse 15 says, he was afraid of him according to, uh -huh, because of how successful David was. Uh, let, let, let me say this to you. Jealousy is not of God, neither is fear. As a matter of fact, 1, 2 Timothy chapter 1 and 7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So King Saul coveted the recognition that David was getting. In the law, it says, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thy neighbor's wife. And it goes on to tell us all those things that we ought not to covet. Uh-huh. That's what Moses got when he went up on the mountain. What does covet mean, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. So covet means to yearn, to possess, or have. To lust after and have strong desire to have something that someone else has. The king, the ruler, ruled over David. But he became envious of him. Y'all grab a hold of this because I'll just talk about me this morning. I am so proud when my sons are successful. I would love for them to excel beyond where I feel or think as though I am. Every good parent would love to see their children to excel. Can I get an amen? Somebody, can somebody please say amen? Every sibling should be able to praise God for the success of their siblings. And when you can't do that, mm -hmm. the spirit of, of jealousy is running rapid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Covenant, covenant. Let me go back to that word covenant. Yearn to possess or to have lust and, and have a strong desire to have something that someone else has. The king, the ruler, ruled over David, but he became envious of David. He became resentful of what David was doing. Watch this now, and don't, don't miss this part. And the attention he was getting for being successful. Don't y'all know that there's some folk that don't want you to be successful? Don't you know that there's some folk that don't want you to be healed? Don't you know that there's some folk that want you to stay broke? Don't you know that there's some folk that want to see you fail? But thanks be to God who giveth us the victory. I declare and decree this morning that the Bible said, He that had begun a good work in you is able to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Remember, envy is a feeling of discontent and resentment based on someone else's possession, based on someone else's abilities, Brother Charles, based on someone else's status. While covet is wishing, longing, or craving for something that some one else already has. Saul must have forgotten that it was this same David who would play the harp when the evil spirit, now y'all listen at this now, when the evil spirit from the Lord would come upon him, uh-huh, David would play the harp, Sister Max, and the Bible says in 1 Samuel 16, 23, that as David played the harp, that Saul would be refreshed and the evil spirit would depart from him. The same ones, Lord have mercy. Let me, let, let me think about this thing clearly. Let me say it profoundly. The same ones uh, that are trying to knock you down uh, might be the same one you have pulled up out of the mud. Uh, but don't get discouraged because they're trying to knock you down. I declare to you this morning, God is not through with you yet. It is important to remember the scripture in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. King James Version says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Saul was the king of the people's providing. Uh -huh. Not God. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. He was the pride of, watch this now. Saul was the product of sinful desires. David was the one that God had anointed by Samuel the prophet to be king. Amen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you take the Lord along with you everywhere you go, you'll be successful. If you let the Lord guide your feet and hold your hands, you're more than a conqueror through him that love you. I said this earlier, but I'm going to say it again. We got to be careful where we allow people to place us. And God has not anointed us for the position. 
Now listen at this, because I better put this in there now. Now Saul was a good leader. He was just ungodly. Saul took an ungratifying nation of people who had turned their back on God. Watch this now. And he brought them together to become victorious. Even though he was not called or appointed by God. Watch this now. Uh, You heard me say this all the time. If God can use a jackass. Lord have mercy. And make him talk. Don't you think God can use anybody? Well, I'm getting ready to go to my seat, Sister Max, but I better put this in there. You can stay in the back of the bus all you want and not do what God has assigned for you to do. But I declare and decree this morning, you can stay in the back of the bus. But if God has got to raise another jackass to do what he's called you to do, he'll do it. And all you're going to do is get jealous. That's something for the pastor to say. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He had took this feeble nation who had really turned their back on God. Now watch this. A nation who was defeated. A nation who had forgot the promise. So he was a good warrior in the sense that God used him to bring the nation back together. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, Saul actually raised up an empire down in Gibeah, his hometown. Mm-hmm. But, 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 in other words, he made Israel a force to be reckoned with. Somebody say, I'm, I'm a force to be reckoned with. And as long as the Holy Ghost is working on the inside of you, you are a force to be reckoned with. Saul was just wicked. Or should I say, as we've been studying in Bible study, he was just ungodly. But with all the victories, y'all listen at this. With all the victories came jealousy. King. He had built an empire. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to tell the church that no matter how high you go in God, And no matter how successful you are, you got to keep your mind stay on him so that he will keep you in perfect peace so that the spirit of jealousy does not rob you of your place in the kingdom of God so that it does not rob you of the power of God working through you so that it does not rob you from laying hands on the sick and they recover so that it does not rob you from being used by God in a prophetic state the evil spirits like I said before they they travel in groups you don't think they travel in, in groups Listen to what I'm going to tell you. You can find this in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And it says this, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man. He said he walketh through dry places. And when that spirit returns, he brings seven 
other spirits with him. And it says the state of that man is seven times worse than he was before. Lord have mercy. They, they, they travel in groups. They, they, they travel in groups. They, they travel in groups. Never become jealous of what someone else has or of their anointing. That's what, Dave, that's what Saul was really jealous of, David's anointing. Because when you really look at the scripture, the scripture plainly tells us, Brother Charles, that everything, I read it earlier, that David put his hands to do, he was successful. You'll never become successful without the hand of God in your life. As a matter of fact, the Bible said that David was a man after God's own heart. And like David, if you seek the Lord, you will find him. Don't be envious because God has a blessing with your name on it. Somebody say my name. And my blessing. Jealousy robs. Jealousy divides. Jealousy kills. Jealousy steals. But love brings life. Love brings peace. Love brings joy. I'm going to stop right there this morning. Because I want you to understand. King Saul served his purpose. Uh-huh. But, 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 but if you really look at the story. Saul lifted up his eyes in an ungodly place. Uh, Lord have mercy. Uh-huh. In other words, Saul didn't make it to the promised land. Because of how he lived. Don't let jealousy keep you out of the promised land. Because David was a man after God's own heart. I'm not saying that he walked upright all the time. I'm not saying that it was perfect because he wasn't. And neither are we. But because of the grace of God. Lord have mercy. And because of the love of God. That blood covers a multitude of sins. But there's something we can control. And that's the spirit of jealousy. Let them say what somebody else is doing. Don't get weary in well-doing. You'll reap if you think not. The same thing they did. If you got to go to school, go to school. If you got to pray more, pray more. If you got to be in church, attend more, come to church. Don't be jealous. Ask God to reveal to you your purpose. Y'all know the story. Saul tried to kill David. Simply because, y'all catch this, of the anointing that was on his life. There's some folk that you know that's trying to take you out because of the anointing that's on your life. I'm finished. Stand over the church. Somebody say, I'm anointed. Somebody say, I'm going to make my appointment. And I'm going to do what God has designed for me to do. It's because you're anointed, because you're appointed, and because you're going to do what God has called for you to do. You have to be willing.
Thank you for joining this segment of Walking by Faith. If this ministry has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would sow a seed by going to Cash App using the code dollar sign Faith Unity VA. That's Faith with a capital F, U with a capital U, capital V, capital A, dollar sign Faith Unity VA. God bless and have a blessed evening.